0: Hello? Use the false loop. Mr. John Marsha,
1: Marsha, Marsha, what's up now? Marcia, Marcia, Marcia. Out, yeah. Spider friends, go! not are worry. Transform and roll out. And I'll form the
0: head. That's what she said. Don't! Hey, this is Jonathan. And
1: this is Alan, and welcome to the Nerdemy Podcast. Jonathan, what are we talking about today?
0: Um, today we're going to start a new segment where we take a scene from a really good great movie and we kind of dissect it and really focus in with uh, laser precision on the scene itself we talk, we'll talk about the acting the music the stunts uh the dialogue everything that makes the scene uh great and maybe every once in a while we'll pick a bad scene and do that too but mostly great scenes
1: laser precision
0: laser a laser <laughs> a a freaking laser laser yeah um so basically alan we're going to be uh today we're going to talk about uh, the opening scene from indiana jones and the raiders of the lost ark now we've already done a podcast on the whole movie and uh, if you haven't heard heard that already please go back i'm talking to the audience alan not you i know you've heard it Um, (laughs) go back and listen to it um yeah so we're going to talk about from the opening credits to when he leaves on the airplane
1: Uh oh so before we start jonathan and we like you said we, we did do a podcast on like greatest moving opening so What is it about this opening that you think makes it so popular?
0: Well as I was rewatching it, it really is a great opening because in a lot of the visuals and in what's going on on the screen and not so much the dialogue you really get a good idea of Who Indiana Jones is I, it's one of the best ways to introduce a character and I think When we've been talking about recent movies, when we do our reviews of 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 genre movies that come out recently, we're always talking about how you know stop telling me they're strong, stop telling me they're the best at this, stop you know show me, show me that this, and this movie does this. It does it almost from Jump Street, Um, and I think that's part of what makes well that's what's part of what makes it great in regards to the creating the characterization who Indiana Jones is, but it also really gives you a brief introduction into what you're in, the ride you're in for for this movie. I mean, the thrills you get in the first 15 minutes of this movie are fantastic. You know, I, and this is 40 years later. You and I have both seen it a lot, and we still, you know, you still get the thrill when the boulder starts chasing him or when when he, you know, he has to go through the traps and, and he switches the idol for the bag of sand. You still get those thrills even though you know it's going to happen and you've seen it before
1: yeah the movie starts off with let's, let's call them beats in a movie right mm-hmm. so we get the opening scene you get that great mountain you know the paramount mountain that solely melts into like an actual mountain and they're obviously filming in hawaii right but you you see the main character and it's just indiana jones and it's from the back you know mm-hmm. and from right from from there you know i didn't i never realized what they were kind of what they are kind of doing to the viewer but it it almost seems like you know i rewatched this a thousand times and and i rewatched it again last night and i never realized how much spielberg was trying to ingrain like indy's i don't know what you call it a silhouette his profile you know right. like the the jacket the hat and you don't see him but you know even the title itself Raiders of the Lost Ark i mean that what the heck does that mean and you see indy followed by you know, all the, what do you call them? Sherpas? You would call them? No, uh,
0: well, Sherpas are mountain climbers. I right. guess just na- natives, I guess. I, I guess,
1: yeah. Or, yeah. yeah, whatever, helpers, right? And and, right. and, then, and that's what, basically what you see. And the only person that, that the first face you see is Sopito, who is uh, Alfred Molina, you know? Right. And who would right you now. think, the great Alfred Molina, and who would think that after watching this movie, you'd, you'd see him seem a headed Spider-Man, yeah. you know? Um, but yeah, that, but well, that's, you. Know, yeah, go ahead.
0: No, I was going to say, something I noticed is the credits, because you said it, you know it's Raiders of the Lost Ark, it's not Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost which I always wanted to ask you, I don't remember if I asked you on that show, if you, what your thoughts were if they changed the name, this kind of retro stuff that Lucas and Spielberg oh, yeah. went yeah. through, like, you know, it was it was just Raiders of the Lost Ark, now it's Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark, but I I, I don't know if this was done on purpose, but it, to me it's like it's it had to be done on purpose the when they start listing the cast members, it's the font is white and it's on the almost a white blue sky. So you can't really see it until because they're walking in a line, more or less, you know, they're hiking up this hiking through the forest. So like a cast member's name will come up but it's in white font and you can't see it against like the blue white sky until someone, uh, a character walks into frame. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, you know, it's like they walk so that now that the name is on their back.
1: No, I'm not
0: saying it. It's not like Al Molina, uh, Alpha Molina is on Alpha Molina, but it's all with a, a characters back, and and then when that character disappears, the next name shows up, but it's, you can't really see it until the, a person pops into frame, and I'm like, that's too. Because I, at first I'm looking at like I'm like, well, that's stupid. You don't do white font against a white sky. Like, like you think that's but these people are professional, so it, it, they obviously did that on purpose. And it is kind of brilliant because it's the name's up there, but then as someone walks into frame, it kind of it's almost like an invisible ink appearing type mm,
1: thing, right? Um, yeah,
0: and it was really good. And I'm glad you brought up the thing about Indiana Jones and the Silhouette because I timed it. You don't see you don't see Harrison Ford's face until you're three minutes and twenty seconds into this movie.
1: Yeah. And, 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 and the lead up to that is, it's it's these long takes, you know, you, you can see them walking through the jungle, but even then, his face is obscured, you know, it's right. like you can barely make out his face. And, you know, I, I remember when I was watching this, this as a kid, like, I, I only knew this guy from Star Wars, you know, in, in my brain, my kid brain, it's that's Han Solo, like you knew it was going to be Han Solo. Mm-hmm. But for that first, like I said, three minutes leading up to it, it could be anybody. It's they build. It's funny. They're trying to build like a mystery without, but you can. It's like you can see, but you can't see. You can see people. You can kind of see characteristics, but you still don't know who these people are.
0: Well, it's funny that you bring up Han Solo because as I'm watching this and I'm thinking about it, do you think Spielberg did this, like created that silhouette, created so that you you see that this is a distinctive. I won't say person, but character, and that even though he's gonna look like Han Solo when we. You know, because you do... You and really, that's all Harrison Ford, I think, was known for at this point. Um, I don't know that Blade Runner had come out yet, but, you know, he had Star Wars and Empire by the time Indiana uh, Raiders came out. So do you think this is something Spielberg so did on purpose where, hey, let's not show his face right away. Let's build the silhouette of the hat, the leather jacket, the whip hanging, so that people know he's more than just the face. Oh, that he's pos- this whole character.
1: Yeah, I mean, possibly so. I mean, that, that's yeah. a good way of thinking about it, of... You know, this is trying to take your brain out of Han Solo and, and creating this particular character. Because, yeah, you're right. I mean, everyone saw Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. And his notoriety is specifically from that movie. So, yeah, I, I can definitely see Spielberg making that kind of decision.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think it's it's possible. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and so we're, we're talking about how they create the character without saying, you know, how do we know Indy's great with a whip? They don't say—you don't have people talk about how awesome he goes with a whip. They have that scene where the guy comes up behind him with the gun, and he hears the gun cocking. And again, this is before you see his face, spins around, whips the gun out of his hand. The dude runs away. Then he steps into the light, and you see Harrison Ford's face. Great, great moment, great shot. Right away tells the audience, this guy knows how to use a bullwhip.
1: And in this scene, too, what you're talking about compared to the previous three minutes— the previous three minutes were these long takes of them just kind of walking through the jungle. And then, yeah, they get right to that river. And the moment that Baranka uh, cocks his, his revolver, it goes to these really quick su- successive shots. And that's creating like speed, movement and whatever, you know, and it, it, it accelerates. And this is one of the weird things. I think I mentioned this in the radio, our previous podcast. This is the one time where when you actually see the hero, the music is not majestic at all. You know, it's like dun 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 dun. You know, it's 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 like is this like a villain guy? You know, it's it's not majestic. It's not the hero music you're, you're used to right. hearing. You know, we haven't heard the indie march yet. It's still, you know, Spielberg is still building this mystery. We don't know what's happening, yet, but he's right. slowly still building that that tension, that that buildup of. It, it, and he doesn't even say a word. He just looks at him, and Cepedo, well, I think I think Cepedo is just like what the f (laughs) what the hell just
0: happened (laughs) so i just think john williams was was masterful in the sense of the overall adventure like keeping the music overall to the adventure of the moment i think the beats hit when he wants you to be scared and when he wants you to be suspicious and when he wants you to be thrilled you know and i think instead of changing it over to the indie theme or the character hero theme he stays within the moment of what's happening as a whole and i and that's why i don't know i'm starting to think that maybe spielberg and everybody involved wanted this to be more than just about indiana jones and really be about the adventure which is maybe why they didn't call it indiana jones and the raiders of the all-star you know right In the right yeah, yeah
1: yeah absolutely yeah but the, the tension grows, and, and again, the, this this Indiana Jones character is still kind of a mystery. Yep. Dude, Absolutely. But, what a handsome guy. <laughs> when he does that super whipping close-up,
0: yeah, it's okay. a good-looking guy. <laughs> <laughs> breaking down the film, man, scene by scene. <laughs> I, okay. I mean, it's not like you're breaking ground calling Harrison <laughs> Ford Hansel. <but. laughs>
1: you, you know what I never caught, too, when Indy walks to the river? um, that he actually backtracks to go up to the entrance of the temple you know i it's like before he he hits the river they actually pass the entrance right and then you know when he merges to the two maps together he realizes, oh you know i actually passed the entrance we have to like walk back a couple of steps which oh, okay.
0: is pretty neat yeah, yeah. that's that you know, what i noticed it kind of made me laugh and it's not supposed to make for that is when when one of the, the the guides finds like the stat like moves the brush away, and the statue's there.
1: Oh, here like, go! Oh. I just
0: I, I just thought this freak out it was a little bit over the top. <laughs> it
1: was over the top. I um, I never and understood thought, like, the knitted hats in like <laughs> in the jungle. Yeah. It's so freaking
0: hot. And yeah, maybe they were hipsters. Um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. So so you get to the point where he's at the entranceway and it's great because there's no there's no wasted movement in anything you know there, you have the dialogue between harrison ford and alfa melina um about the guy that tried to go in before him was he good? he was one of the best uh but while all this is going on you know harrison ford is pretty much like like manhandling him to get stuff out of his pack and stuff like that and and he you know he gets the, the bag and he put, fills it with sand you know which is going to come into play later which is pretty awesome
1: It is pretty awesome because it makes you think from Indy's point of view like he's well here's one thing, we know he's familiar like he's he's he has an idea as to what may be ahead of him you know, but Mm -hmm. how does he know to do that though? You know, because Forrestal, he was good he was very good, but he didn't make it that far. So how does he know like I guess that's what's cool about the character is that whole mystery, you know, like you just have to accept that Indy knows these things, but it it is weird that he actually knows to do something like that.
0: Well, again, it's 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 the building of the character by showing us and not telling us because we again we don't know Indy. We've known Indy for five minutes at this point. We know he's good with a whip and he's walking through a Jungle Looker or something. But wow. we also know now through the dialogue that someone that he respected, that he thought was one of the best, right. didn't make it out of there. That's right. So that that plants that seed in the viewer that. Well, if this, you know, if a guy, you know, Andy respected and, and thought it was good, didn't make it out, this is not going to be a walk through the park for for a D And there's danger. It's fraught with danger. It's amazing how much they plant in the viewer's mind uh, visually. It really, really is. I mean, like I said in, in the beginning, it's it's for me. It's I think I think movies have gone too far to the other side telling us how great someone is. And, I, and I'm not – I really don't want to pick on this film. Um, But, you know, it's like Captain Marvel. We spend the whole movie telling us how great she is. And then, you know, there's no surprise that she's flying through spaceships and destroying armadas. Right. It's almost boring. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, like we, we know there's no risk involved. It's the reason the Russos got rid of her in the end game for most of the movie because they knew that she could solve every problem easily. Right. You know, right. So –
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, movies today, they, they do spoon feed you. I I, mean, I watched something recently where the guy's, you know, he, he drove through another car and, he, and and you can see the fire in the engine. He says, my car's on fire. I was like, what? Why, why would you say that? You can clearly see the car's on fire, <laughs> you know? And and this movie in Raiders of the Lost Ark, they're not spoon feeding you. It, it, no. You're supposed to have like this understanding that this guy has some sort of knowledge. And, and as the movie Starts to play out. We're learning just as much as you know Spielberg wants us to know, a little bit at a time, right. and and because mm-hmm. of that, we're we're understanding who this guy is. Like you said, he's manhandling Sapedo, You know, it's like he's the man in charge, and Sephiro mm-hmm. is just like this this scared puppy guy, just kind of following him through through the through the temple and stuff. But uh, what also which makes, makes what
0: he does later even better. Oh
1: yeah, you know? yeah. You think yeah. he's like the the, the bumbling idiot, but he's. Yeah. Playing him, and it's interesting. I always wondered, like, did did Cepedo and Bronca, like, what was their plan all along? You know, like, did they double cross Forrestal too?
0: Yeah, I know, right? And were they working for um, Belloc? Who's the guy? That, yeah, were they all working for Belloc, like the other tribes people were? Yeah, maybe that was their plan.
1: It's interesting how like you have something that's so mysterious, like the 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 the, the Idol. But yeah, so many people are going after the same time, the same day. So, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I always get the sense that Belloc was just following Indy. He was that guy that would just let Indy do all the work and then just hold him at Arrow Point. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He, he was smart.
1: He let he let Indy do all the hard work, and Belloc just swoops and takes the prize.
0: Yeah. Awesome. So, so he so we got him in the cave. You know what I noticed too though that. At first, I thought there was a mistake um, because they did talk about the other guy going in and not making it out. Uh, that the spider webs were still covering the, the cave. I'm like, well, when did right. Dave? But when when it pops out, when his body pops out, you can see there's there's a decent amount of decay. So yeah. Hey, yeah. maybe there was time for the spiders to get back to work. <laughs> I was yeah. dude, I was nitpicking the crap out of the scene. Trust me, <laughs> I was looking at everything.
1: <laughs> oh no, it's awesome, and you know even. Even watching it as a kid, when Indian Peter are, are entering the temple, like the, you can clearly see where the boulder's supposed to roll down. But from mm. watching for the first time, you just think it's like this weird cave temple thing, you right. know. And you, and it's it's so evident that you know, when you watch it again, well, yeah, you can clearly see the ramp. You can clearly see the hole where the boulder comes down. So there's like no surprise there. But what's what's neat about this compared to like movies today. Well, I don't know. I shouldn't say that. I mean, special effects today, it, it's good. I mean, after watching um, Far From Home Spidey, I mean, right. special effects today is, I, I can't figure out what's fake anymore. I mean, everything just looks real. Yeah, it does. It, it does. But, you know, when you look at Raiders, you know, it's, it's during a time period where, where they would build sets, you know. Yeah. And that believability in this scene, it's, it's there. They're not in a green screen. This is like a, like, you would really think this is a real place. You know, it doesn't look like too fake a, fake of a place. Like when you watch a movie 300, eh, it's CGI. I mean, that one, that one's kind of obvious. Right. But th- they really built this temple as if it's a real, li- literally breathing thing with the spiders and the cobwebs and stuff. That there's something living in it already. And these guys don't belong there, which is nice.
0: Right. Well, I mean, it's like if you're watching the behind-the-scenes documentaries or, or shows on the star wars prequels it's it's liam neeson and obi and um what's his name ewan mcgregor just uh, everything around them is green they're like in the green <laughs> yeah. a huge green room jumping around things and just hitting sticks together it's insane yeah. and, and when jargon's
1: um, on screen i think they're talking to like a tennis ball or something
0: yeah well and i think the actor had like a, a mask or something on that was like at the right height or something but just weird stuff like that like uh, um so yeah, everything you know, you say everything that looks real, but back then it was real. I mean, it was it was real material. It wasn't a real cave, but it was something that made to look like a cave. Um, and even the spi- you know, I want to talk about the spider scene, which I guess could technically be like the first trap, maybe, or oh, sure. maybe it just happened. Yeah. But um, so there was at least one or two real spiders there because you saw them moving. Um, oh, dude, they're all real. on on both the actors, which is freaking crazy. They're all real. <laughs> um. But, but that even pays off later when we talk about, you know, how do we find out he's good to his whip? They show us. How do we know that he's a good archaeologist and, and that this might be fraught with danger because the guy went before him Well, now he's covered in spiders and he's like, whatever, dude. You know, he just wipes them off and that's going to pay off again later. You know, so um, I just I just loved how thought out this character was. And this is Lawrence Kasdan, right? Yeah, he
1: did a screenplay. All
0: right. So, um, all right. So, so we could say yes. The first trap was the spiders, which he got through pretty easily.
1: Uh, deterrent. Let's call it that. Yeah, because it, the 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 tribe people can't put spiders there. They're just there. Oh, okay. <laughs> the little spider feeding dish for them. But this the next trap is, and I, I do this all the time, man. Every time we see like sunlight. Like where there's dust, whatever, I'll always like stick my hand up into it and then, or I'll try and crawl underneath it. But this is one of those weird traps. like, till this day, I have no idea how this stupid thing works. You know, how, how is it back then? You're talking like when they built this, you know, you know, back then the architecture is, I guess, pretty basic and stuff. Like how does breaking the sunlight activate the spears that come out of the wall?
0: Yeah, what happens at nighttime, they just come out automatically.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So I'm wondering, like, did they do the scene purposely in a sense of, I'm not going to call it magic, but uh, something beyond normal, let's put it that way. Like, are you supposed to accept that?
0: I think you're supposed to, I think the audience was a young audience that they're shooting for, and they're like, well, the kid's like, booby traps, boom, let's put a booby trap in there. Well, you I can think put booby
1: traps, a... but how do, you, how do you make that mechanism of, all right, if I can stick my hand in this light, it's going to activate a trigger, which sets off a trap.
0: Yeah, I, don't, I think they thought the audience isn't going to ask that question.
1: Oh, so. well, I asked that question when it's I was a kid. Cool. I was like, how did that happen? Did you really? I, mean, I did.
0: Yeah, but you're the one that still tr- breaks sunlight, hoping spikes will pop out of the wall.
1: No, I do <laughs> it because I'm reenacting a scene in the film, dude. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> that's what I'm doing. Yeah, that's why I wave my hand in front of automatic doors. I'm reenacting.
1: Scenes. See, Jedi. Shh. <laughs> but, yeah, I wonder if they implemented this this light mechanism, because there is supposed to be something like beyond spiritual and stuff, or or
0: spiritual, well, if you want to make it. Maybe. Honestly, why don't you tweet one of the you know special effects guy, the writer, someone? Maybe you'll get an answer. <laughs> okay, I'm serious, dude. Why not? I'll do it. Remember, Jane's gun tweeted me back. Yeah. You never know. Before he was a pervert. <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: Come on, it's all taken care of already.
0: Jk, Jk. <laughs>
1: but yeah, Forrestal is just uh, weathered away, and you know, for for, for looking at the skull, I mean, he's really decayed. How can he actually say that's Forestal? It's weird. There's like hardly anything well, left of him. It's just his teeth.
0: No, no his hair. he's still got hair there, oh, and okay. his clothes. Yeah. Um, it's like ah!
1: that. Whole, I gotta bite my fist. Kind of, I'm so scared.
0: Which leads me to believe that maybe he didn't set him up because he, wouldn't he have known he was there?
1: Acting. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know. No, no uh, that's a good question. That's a good question. Well, maybe, huh? Maybe. Or he, maybe he
0: told me there were no booby traps or something like that.
1: Yeah, it could be. You know. It, oh maybe so because in the last crusade you know donovan you know at the very end of the movie he's sending like one guy after the next to test out the traps because he didn't know how to defeat it you know so i'm wondering if was like oh yeah forest go inside there it's inside there right yeah. oh he never came out i guess he didn't make it
0: yeah, i guess there's traps <laughs> yeah i guess there's
1: traps in this one this is the one yeah that's awesome. <laughs> I'm scrolling to them. Oh yeah, so the, the next cool thing is is it's such a simple trap. It's just basically like a like a little chasm that Indy has to swing over, but it's it's one of those cool things where like, oh, now, now he's using his whip as a tool, which there is there pretty go. neat. Yeah. And what kid doesn't want to swing on a freaking whip or a rope? Everyone did it.
0: Yeah, and it's funny because again, Afro almost falls in anyway. And he's just so inept
1: yeah <laughs> but it's so good i mean from from sapito's character he's kind of like man i never, never made it this far before you know so all the, all this part is i would say is new to him mm-hmm. you know assuming that he kind of had an idea what was going on
0: because it double crossed that yeah and uh yeah i mean it's, and it just sets up nice tension and that's just there for later you know you gotta remember a lot of these traps are, are, are there for you know he's going through them carefully but then You know, he's got to run through them later, right? You know what, though, that tension—you know, running
1: through there. I bet you, if Sapito didn't think about, like, if Sapito didn't go ahead of him, that could have been Indy, because he was literally running out of that that room. You know, so it was, was kind of good that Cepedo uh, double-crossed
0: him. Oh, so it kind of shocked them into like, oh, I forgot there are these Well, yeah, <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah, because after he gets—well, that's a little bit down the late, later on, but— All right, let's, yeah. we'll come okay. back to that yeah, then.
0: We'll, we'll All yeah. right, so swinging across the chasm, um, leaving the wood there was smart, obviously. Um, I always wondered how it doesn't unravel— because uh, it doesn't unravel while on the way back, but then when he needs the whip again, it, automatically unravels like a, like gets it from him when he when he wants to treat it. Uh, right, right, yes. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, that's odd. Movie magic. Yeah, movie magic.
1: Now, now this next scene is so freaking iconic. Like even when you think Indiana Jones and where you think about like ultimate scenes, this approach to the idol is is amazing you know and, and again it's one of those things where like you said we're learning a lot about Indy at this time you know so Peter's like oh it's it's there for us for the taking and he's like hey settle down let's take it a little slower and he, you know he takes well, it he,
0: said, he, said, he says it looks clear or something like that I mean, and, and he goes that's what's got me scared doesn't yeah, say did. worried he goes scared i was like
1: "Oh, does he? i thought he said that's what i'm afraid of
0: or well, afraid scared
1: right <laughs> that, that was like a han solo line but, um, yeah, so he, he takes a torch and he's, he's testing the floors, you know? And again, it's, it's Indy must be one of those guys that just loves doing puzzles because, or, or maybe he encountered something like this before, you know, yeah. but it's like, how does he know to look, look for these little particular things? And, you know, when he depresses on that, that floor thing and that little, little dart shoots out, uh, Dude, what a lucky guy, man! I mean,
0: like that. Guy. Well, you know, I always assumed it was kind of like, uh, the, like a treasure map. Like he had clues as to obviously clues to get to where he had to go, but how to get through the whole thing. Kind of like, you, I mean, it's more, it's it's laid out better in Last Crusade because he's following the dad's journal. But where did dad get that, that information from? Or if you even think about the Goonies, the Goonies had had the booby traps written on the map. But this predates those movies, but and I just something inside me was believe it was just part of his research of knowing where to go. that yeah. he knew there would be traps. yeah, or he had an idea that there would be traps. You yeah, know?
1: I mean, basically, like back in the day, they didn't have security guards, so this is the, the way that they would deter people from trying to steal the idol.
0: you know the to... well, yeah, I wonder if there's real life instances of movie trap tombs and things like that.
1: Ah oh, good question.
0: You know because you, you never hear any, any stories about you know people getting hit with arrows and stuff when they went into king tut's tomb
1: right <laughs> yeah, that's true. To say,
0: although there was that rumor that that they they had like a super bug or something in there and then when they opened it up it kind of got and that's why people that were involved with opening this tomb died
1: oh really interesting i don't know that's a good question were there real booby traps
0: <laughs> I mean, there must have been at some point because who would think to do that? Who would like who? Who's the first person to booby trap their treasure? <laughs> in their stories, you know.
1: Yeah, but this is such an elaborate booby trap, though. I mean, like they have to fill all those little holes with darts, you know, and some sort of way to to project those darts with air of some sort. And you know, who knows? But you know, what is cool though? I, I know we're joking about it, but like everything had a sound to it, in a sense, like. When he's pressing down on that on that floor plate, and you can hear things grinding and moving and stuff, you know. So it, it, there's like some sense of intellect in regards to building these kind of things, you know. But can you imagine they built this whole temple? Really, this whole temple is one big trap. Right. So they built this whole temple just for that stinking idol.
0: It's crazy. It well, was important to them.
1: <laughs> okay yeah on oh, the whole yeah the whole temple is built to it's one safeguard exactly it's just one big
0: train hey man think about what we do to protect our money now in banks
1: right i, I hear yeah. you huh? Really? Huh? 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 well they can easily just have the tribesmen <laughs> hang out inside the temple that's just as effective <laughs> you know they're, they're deadly with their blow guns and stuff
0: ah please he has oh, like hundreds of cases that's what i was gonna say
1: they can't hit the freaking <laughs>
0: elephant um, it's funny. I'll, I'll bring it up, Well, I'll bring it up when we get... No, I'll bring it up now because I may forget. There's literally one point where they're shooting at him where the guy purposely aims, aims in the air. <laughs> you know, he obviously doesn't want to hit Harrison Ford. <laughs> he doesn't want to be that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Ow, you shot me, you a-hole. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. So, so going back to the scene, when you see the idol, did you ever notice that there's like chairs there like surrounding the... the- where the idol sits on?
0: No, I still didn't notice that. There's chairs in the room.
1: Yeah, go to minute six twenty-seven. There's a clear uh, shot of like a straight-on.
0: Um they look like regular kitchen chairs, or what uh,
1: no, 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 like stone chairs. There's like one, two. There's like four in the scene, and it okay. looks like it. It kind of reminds me of um, Lord of the Rings.
0: Oh, I was gonna say maybe, maybe if Indy had said Shazam, he would have been turned into Captain. <laughs> what there were chairs in shazam <laughs> there were chairs yes that's that's correct <laughs> stone chairs no less
1: <laughs> yeah oh man unless uh-huh. I all right but yeah they got these chairs it was it's it's interesting like, so you're you're
0: you know obviously if people listen to the show they know you're the you're the indie guy out of the two of us so i know you've read the books and even background stuff on this is there a backstory to the chairs is that what you're about to tell me
1: no no no. <laughs> oh, no. I know. I just oh, got a okay. screenshot of the you know, I'm watching the video as we're talking and I stopped it at the idol and the- I just realized oh, are there's chairs back there. So I wonder if it's like a meeting room for uh the tribesmen or something.
0: Yeah, and do they do they have to carefully go through the whole <laughs> temple too? Is there like a, a safety? Like a like an employee entrance in the back. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, or something to turn off the mechanism. of like, hey, yeah. <laughs> did someone turn off the dart mechanism? We're gonna have a maybe movie they tonight. only go at
0: night, so they don't have to break the sunlight. <laughs> That's right. yeah. and and there's anyway. always one; they always lose one guy at a daylight savings <laughs> time That day. he always forgets. Of yeah, a gun, and, the, I and I the,
1: the darts shoot low too, because you know, Indy was crouching down with that that uh, what do you call it? Torch.
0: Oh, maybe they just wanted to Hit scare you, you, you and not kill you. Right. Oh, <laughs> oh my ankle!
1: <laughs> Damn. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So yeah. So then then the, the that's next, pretty
0: cool. There are chairs there.
1: Yeah, they're just hanging out. But uh, yeah. So the camera working is pretty cool because you can see see the camera just slowly like focusing on the idol, and then it, here's another long scene, right? You have Indy looking at this statue, and it's nice how the—I guess he put like a light underneath him because he is Indy's glowing at this point, you know, M- more so than any gold statue should uh, emit light, and um, and Indy's just kind of mesmerized with it too, almost like—is it like in a trance, sort of? Right. You know. Right. But then I guess you realize he's—he's he's trying to measure out. But this is what I—I I wanted to bring up earlier. If any knew he was going after that, that idol, and, and assuming it's made out of gold, wouldn't you fill that sack with rocks instead of sand? I mean, he just picked up like the, the lightest stuff that you can fill in the bag.
0: Yeah, that is something you really want to pre plan for and not do it right before you walk into it and eyeball the amount of sand you need. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> You might want to bring a prepackaged bag of rocks or sand or something, you know. Something. Or one rock why you put it in a bag.
1: Yeah, a rock <laughs> or, or something that's going to be equivalent to, I mean, what does this thing look like? It's like, I don't know, six, eight inches tall, pretty pretty robust, size of a it's football made of maybe. M- made out of gold, okay. assuming it's gold. I mean, you would think that, I mean, how can you tell how something weighs by looking at it? Unless you just assume it's gold. Well,
0: yeah. Well, my, I'm worried about it. if – I'm going in with you at some chat. He knows exactly how much it weighs. But you still don't wait till you get to the entrance to eyeball a bag of sand and say, OK, this – He did not he measure it that sand. He just like took That's like what I'm saying. three scoops. <laughs> I'm saying let's say he goes in knowing it weighs eight pounds. Why don't you go in there with a rock or something that really, like, weighs <laughs> eight pounds as opposed to, OK, this is about eight pounds of sand. And then get to the thing like, you know what? It's like eight and a half. Let me
1: take it. <laughs> especially this whole trap is based solely on weight. Cause he knows that right. he knows that. Yeah. And then yeah, Andy travels really light. Too. I was just kind of thinking like he, he's in Peru and he's just got a jacket in a bag and that's, and it's got a little, little, you know, tie up bag, whatever. But anyway.
0: Yeah. yeah but was, he wasn't, I mean, he, he ran to the plane. So he was really just going from the plane to the thing. He was traveling from the plane to the, to the temple. Yeah, so he didn't uh, really need to well, the. Well, of them.
1: Yeah. Well, wait. That's weird. Hold on a second. He does run <laughs> to the plane. So why does it? Why does he bother running, going through the jungle? Like was. All oh, right. We were getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. All right. We'll get We'll We'll get back to that.
0: There There's a few logic leaps they take for for story and visual purposes, which we'll get to. Sure. Because I have a problem. I have a problem with the chase scene too.
1: Okay. All right. Anyway, this scene is amazing. Wouldn't you say? This has got to be like. I, can't, I keep saying like iconic scenes, but this is this is a very memorable
0: scene. This whole dude, this this is the scene everybody cosplays and takes a picture of themselves doing. Right. It's you know, amazing. Like you're putting their hand to their face like he does right before he does it. Yeah. Or, you know, they'll be holding a handful of sand with the bag or actually making them switch. These are the pictures you see all over the internet of people when they cosplay as indie. That's yeah. that's right there. That's why it's iconic,
1: iconic. Oh, I do it all the time. I I, <laughs> it was a Halloween uh, costume party I went to and I had the little idol. And so there was someone's beer on the table. So I did a little switch. I dropped the, <laughs> I dropped the idol, picked up the beer, and I walked away. Um, but yeah, this, this is such a cool scene, you know, and, and that, that look of satisfaction, like, ah, oh, I did it. That look, you know, and he smiles, he tips his hat, then he turns and all of a sudden, boom, the whole room just starts to explode. And he's right. like, damn. And then he just has to run it, you know? And then you remember, oh my God, the darts, you know? So <laughs> these traps really are pretty weak. If you really asking. me,
0: basically, if you're fast about enough, that, <laughs> yeah, what, Listen, I thought about that. I'm like, why you know, you're right. If you run fast enough you can avoid the darts. But maybe they were made to get you when you step, you move forward and the darts shooting in front of you. Does that make sense? Oh, it could be.
1: Or since it is aiming so at your if, ankle, maybe it's supposed to peg you in the ankle and as you fall forward, then all these things just start like, you know, puncturing you and stuff.
0: Right. But I'm thinking i am thinking if you're if you're triggering them on the way out, they're shooting behind you.
1: Oh, oh, I see what you mean, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because
0: when you step forward, you step on it, and they shoot a little bit in front of you to get you because you're still moving forward. Right. But maybe they figure since you didn't trigger them on the way in, you'll know not to trigger them on the way out. But so when they fire, when Indy runs and they're firing, like they're going behind him because he's triggering them, and they're they're made to shoot behind him. Does that make sense?
1: Well, they did this on Mythbusters, you know, and and Adam uh, measured it out like as he would. Like the distance, he, he got all the, the the math down, and the timed, you know, all that stuff. And he said it was it was really doable, really doable. This this to get out of there. get out of shot. there, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, he was running, and he was running exactly how Indy would, and it wasn't even close. So,
0: but could you do both? Could you run? Oh, in the other the direction. I, direction? Oh, I, I don't still know. miss
1: MythBusters was canceled, so I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> I can tweet him. All right, I need to tweet. I need a list. Yeah, tweet you can like,
0: Give me a tweet. <laughs> tweet about the sunlight mechanism, right? right? Uh, and then <laughs> tweet about going into as opposed to running out of the. Uh...
1: There you go. All right. You know what? I think I'll just I'll do it on Instagram. I'm gonna have better luck with that
0: one. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: but yeah, this what a great scene. And you know what? What's neat is, is like the, the sound. What's his name? Ben Burt I think his name is. And Ben Burtt, he did the sound for Star Wars. Actually, I think I think all the visual effects, sound, all these guys just came right off of Star Wars, you know. So I guess Lucas, and, yeah, that, that's why everything's done so well. And uh, and I, I think this is one of the scenes where when the boulders are running down, you know what that that's the sound of. That is, I think it's a his, bowling ball. His, it's his, it was just his his Volkswagen is driving over gravel, just amplified. Oh, okay. It's fantastic. That's cool. It is, yeah. And in that that deep, loud sound just gives that bolder weight. All right, we, we we'll yeah. skipped the part. Anyway,
0: <laughs> and that was a real thing. Was that Pepe mache or was it? Uh, yeah, it was some kind of prop, right?
1: It was. Well, it was still extremely heavy, what I understand too. Oh, but let, <laughs> we we skipped the scene. So as Indy runs out, he's gonna, you know, swing across that little cavern there and Sepito's like like what you said it's like uh, how oh he was get, before him yeah
0: so he's already on the other side that's right and he's holding the whip right because he where it came off when he swung across I don't remember
1: that's right he's says, throw me the whip throw me the idol and I'll throw you the whip and he gets duped that's when you realize well, Cepedo's you, a dick <laughs> I'm saying it right now What? <laughs>
0: Oh, did you, was that like a heel turn you couldn't stand? You're like,
1: no, not
0: you, Zepeda.
1: Well, yeah, because this whole entire time you think Baranka was, he was the bad guy. And Zepeda was playing the role of, oh, you know, like the bumbling idiot, essentially, Mm, you know. That's true. And all the while he had a hidden agenda. And that agenda was kind of like what Belloc does. You do all the work, I got the idol, now you're on your own. And he he says it, adios amigo, or something like that, you know. And, and he leaves and just like a happy little kid. And <laughs> poor Indy.
0: And he just drops the, uh, he just drops the whip. Right yeah, he I just guess.
1: simply drops the whip. Like mm. a tease. Like not only are you are going to die here, but you won't be able to get your whip back either. <laughs> Asshole.
0: <laughs> so he jumps across the chasm right. and he holds on to a, 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 a branch or a root of some Ooh, sort. A
1: root? A, How's a root, root growing through? There's no light going down there.
0: Life finds a way, dude. It
1: does. Yeah, so he grabs it. What, <laughs> what a funny scene. And I'll never forget this scene. I remember as a kid watching it, and he, he's got the root, and he's got that look like, ah, oh, I made it. But the root starts giving way, and he's got that look of, like, worry on his face. Yeah. I remember yeah. Shit, I was laughing my ass off. It didn't take That's much. so funny. Yeah.
0: You weren't worried that your hero is going to fall into the chasm? Come on, man. The
1: movie just started. It's going to be Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, it's, it doesn't have his name, and it. it just says Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's true. That's true. All right, so he pulls himself up. He grabs a whip. He, he makes it under the, the closing door and is able to grab the whip, right?
1: Yep. Got it back. Or what's his hat? Which one is it where it's his hat? Uh, Temple of Doom.
0: Okay, so he grabs a whip. And I guess that's it in regards to... Oh, and then he finds... What's his face, right?
1: Topedo, yeah.
0: Yeah, Sapita hit with the with the um
1: the harpoons with the spikes. Yeah, again, and, I, I um, truly believe if Sephiro did not double cross him. That could have been Indy. You know, the, yeah. the adrenaline of okay, I got, I got He the, the, the whole temple is closing down. Right, he's trying to run out quick.
0: no, I think w- I think you make a great point that if Sephiro didn't get spike, would Indy remember that that was there? That that trap was there?
1: Sure, sure. And does a track and that's another good point. Does a trap work in both directions?
0: Well, obviously, he got what's, oh, yeah. what's... <laughs> that's right. He
1: got you both ways. <laughs> All right, so maybe that answers your other question. Maybe the darts do work in both ways. How about that?
0: Now I'm thinking maybe the darts don't. But the uh, look, the other the trap that trap is you break the sunlight. The the spikes are going to come out of the wall, right?
1: Yeah, but remember, Indy went underneath the spikes to get on the other side.
0: Well, he went under the sunlight. Okay. So I think if you break the sunlight either way, those spikes are coming out of the wall. What I'm saying is is the placement of the if you're moving toward the idol, your step on the thing that triggers the trap, it's gonna spring the the darts. And since you're already your your momentum is moving forward, they built it so it comes out in front of you. So no, you walk into no,
1: it. No, no, because in the beginning with the torch, he just presses the torch straight down, the dart comes straight at the torch. It's not leading him or nor behind mm. it. All right. Just saying, this is, the, this is the master class of breaking down the movie. Okay, I got you. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. Okay, now we come to the boulder scene. How intense is this?
0: Oh, it was great. I, 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 yeah, just thrilling. I mean, you say intense, I'm saying thrill. Maybe it's the same word, but I thought it was awesome.
1: Oh, yeah. Quick scenes, loud sounds. The whole freaking temple is, is, is coming down. Boy, this is a, yeah. this is a, this is one trap where you're just like, all right, if, if this doesn't do it, you're screwed. Because once that boulder hits that, that exit, no one's going back in again. So this is, this is the temple's last.
0: Yeah. I realized to that too, that the, that the boulder kind of covers up the doorway, cause that's how he escapes by getting out of the whole temple.
1: Yeah, exactly. So one, once that's done, it's that's done all that hard work, <laughs> it's, it's, the temple's useless.
0: Well, its only job was to to save the fertility idol, so yeah. Either either someone got out with it or someone dies trying to get out with it.
1: Yeah, no, that's true. That's mm. true.
0: You know. Yeah. So he gets out, he thinks he's safe. He looks up and what's he staring at?
1: Well, he sees the 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 Hovita's tribe and, and then Baranca. I love that like he just falls straight in his face. That's acting, dude. <laughs> no flinching, no trying to catch him with his arms, just right in his face. It's good stuff, really good stuff. Huh? That's interesting. Looking at this scene with all the Jovitos, no one's got blowguns. They all got.
0: Yeah, I don't remember it. S- or is there one scene with one guy with a blow dart, maybe? I don't know, but you look at the, at Bronca's
1: back. There must be like twenty darts behind him. Like, impaled in his back. I mean, literally, it's, it's a lot. Okay, maybe 10, 15. But looking at this tribe here, they're all bone-arrow and spears. It's weird. Maybe there's one guy that's just, like, really good at it. Gotcha. <laughs> it like, <the> machine gun. <laughs> machine gun of blow guns. Very yeah, it's cool. You know what's cool about Belloc, too? When you look at Belloc compared to Indy, hey. you know, Indy's got that. He's dirty, he's disheveled. He, you know even the, his color scheme is so like earth tones and you see Belloc he's got a safari hat he's wearing shorts <laughs> you know he's he's got a nice like safari shirt and you even look what his footwear looks like and he's yeah, just he's so and proper. yeah, yeah right? he he's, is. he's <laughs> and he's got that accent and you're like oh this guy this guy knows things
0: he's and got the bad guy accent <laughs> he does have
1: a bad guy accent
0: He's like, oh, here's our bad guy. And, and I love his
1: line of, you know, once again, you know, Doctor Jones, what was once yours is now mine, and it gives you a sense of, oh, the, these these two have tangled before, you know, what mm-hmm. what has Belloc done to Indy again and again and again, you know, so that, that's pretty neat too. I, again, Spielberg and or it developed this screen, uh, the screenplay, as if there's this deep, deep history in this movie. And they're not spoon-feeding you. You know, a lot of this stuff is, hey, this, this is just a story. You just got to go with the flow with it.
0: No, I was going to say, so we're at the point where he's running through the uh, jungle, right? Yeah. So the guy's fishing on the boat. Doc, is that who it is? Jacques. Oh, Jacques. I thought he kept saying Doc. So Jacques fishing on, on the boat, off the or not the boat, off the airplane. And he hears Indy's voice. And they pan back. And you see Indy in an open field being chased by, like, 50 of uh, the tribes people, right? Right. In an open field. Don't it make it look like Doc sees him and hears him? Like it's an open field leading up to the yeah, to the airplane? Almost but ex- it's not.
1: instantaneous, yeah.
0: It's not because then he's... On, they show the riverbank and it's, like, forested and, and jungled. So, you're like, how could he see him in this open field? <laughs> to the point where he actually runs through, like, he doesn't... You see him pop out of the jungle and jump into the water
1: yeah that's right yeah that's right because he saw us run through the forest and stuff
0: right but that open field the way they, they cut it it made it look like jacques looked toward the open field and saw Indy running toward him right but but then you realize there's no way he could see Indy running toward him because the, the bank is filled with trees and brush and all that other stuff exactly so anyway that was my problem and when he dives into the water i want you to look again when he dives into the water yeah. his hat because it's wet. looks exactly like the hat on your old toby Jindy. <laughs> I swear to God. It's the first I, when I saw it, I'm like, oh my God. You got to right. look at the wet hat.
1: It looks terrible. That's exactly yeah. what it looked like. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. But you can't... Like that.
0: You got to look at it when he's in the water because when he climbs onto the airplane, they switch his hat. So that's it looks right. almost it just dry. Just like yeah. a yeah.
1: melted mushroom on top of his head. Oh, that is hilarious. Yeah. That is exactly yeah. what the... Yeah, Jonathan's talking about the 12-inch Indiana Jones figure that came out like in 83 or something like that. And the figure looks great, but the hat is just god-awful it's terrible.
0: Awful. Yeah, It looks like get, we were calling it Gandalf's hat. Weren't we? It was Gandalf's hat.
1: Yeah, but the, that rope that he swung on, if you go to Hawaii, uh, that you can swing on the rope in that actual space too. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, yeah, I got I to go to Hawaii that. now. It's crazy yeah so yeah that's that's basically the scene and so indy flies out yeah so yeah it, it, it is weird to me that jacques is waiting for him he is waiting for him on the riverbank waiting for indy and that plane can only have one passenger right right so was indy's plan all along was to was to you know
0: <laughs> leave her <laughs> behind yeah he had he i always had, thought they were native to the country
1: no, I I think the guys that were native to the country was the guy with the knitted hat. Oh. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, 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 they, maybe he's got know. the maybe last laugh. You know, he's got the backup plan. Uh, yeah, I never thought about that. So he's Doctor Jones. What a great scene. What is that? Yeah, twelve just whole... minutes of a scene or so, thirteen minutes yeah. of a scene.
0: And encapsulates the thrills, the fun you're gonna have watching the whole movie. And it gives you great insight right away into who Indiana Jones is and his character and um, how far he'll go for the Antiquities.
1: What a gorgeous scene at the end when the plane's flying away. Yeah. You know, flying off into the sunset. I mean, that is a gorgeous scene. Gorgeous.
0: And just to show that he's not just some kind of superhero, they put an irrational fear of snakes right in there. And that's where this this spider scene pays off because we've seen them with insects. so. One could make the assumption. Well, if he's that calm around these tarantulas or whatever, he's, you know, he's fine with anything,
1: right? You know, yeah.
0: And then all of a sudden, the pet snake freaks him out.
1: <laughs> it's awesome. It's awesome. Anyway, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna add the next scene. I know it has nothing to do with what we're talking about. I only want to plug it because th- this this school here takes place in uh, Stockton, California, which is not too far r- where I live actually. And okay. yeah, if you follow, where did I post this? Oh, my behind-the-scenes Dr. Indiana Jones Jr. account. Uh, I actually went there, what, two weekends ago? And I took a picture of the school. What it looks like today. It looks exactly the same. Oh, no, no, oh, but cool. there is an awning over the, the entryway. But other than oh, that, yeah. I mean, it looks the same. It's, it's a really pretty school. University of Ocean Pacific. Oh, nice. It's a great yeah. name. Yeah, it is. Cool school. Private school.
0: Rich school. Well, you got, are you going to wear OP clothing all day? OPP op that no, is just op, OP? that's right membership did we talk about did we talk about the surfer culture in the uh, 80s fashion when we did that episode uh,
1: no but that was okay. that was me <laughs>
0: back in yeah day. i had op stuff too
1: <laughs> yeah
0: never never stood on a surfer in my life still have it <laughs> <laughs> hey man that was fun yeah it was a good time i like i like i like breaking down the uh the scene
1: yeah you know what's cool about that if any of you listeners if you're new to this show when jonathan and i do movie reviews we don't really go we don't go plot for plot you know we just kind of review the movie and stuff so this is probably one of the first times we actually like really talked about a movie uh you know for the scene itself which was fun
0: right i mean look how long we talked about this one scene imagine if we went this in depth on a whole movie good lord it's to be a, like a five-part podcast.
1: <laughs> Longer than that. <laughs> I mean, even if you, yeah, you know, if you were to take uh, this movie just so action-packed, gosh, if I had to count how many action scenes are in this movie, there's there's a lot. There's a fight in Marion's Bar. You know, there's, uh, there's tons. There's the truck scene. There's the arc scene. I mean, it's it's packed. Fantastic movie. still holds today, too. I mean, this movie came out in the early 80s, and you can still... See people, you know, watching this movie and and still enjoying because it stands. Because I think the use of practical effects, the realism, works. You know, like if you were to watch, oh, what's a bad CGI movie? Oh, The Mummy Three, Scorpion King. Scorpion King, that's just god awful. I mean, it's it's so awful. It's it's such a distraction to the movie that it's so bad. You know, I mean, I'm sure at the time it was cool, but you watch it now, it looks terrible. I no, wouldn't say
0: cool back then either. <laughs> so back then it was awful.
1: I would, if I had to nitpick Raiders, and I and I usually don't, but if I had to nitpick one thing that I, that just it doesn't do it for me is when you see Sephiro with with the spikes, you know, through that trap, that just doesn't look good. You, you know, no. what I mean, I mean, for for its time, it worked. No,
0: you, know? you can see his head is like a separate piece.
1: Yeah, it's, it's plastic. It's like
0: you know. Yeah, yeah. But I but mean, no, the, like, the first skeleton looked good.
1: It did, yeah,
0: but Sapito just—you
1: sure. know, yeah—they couldn't well, I mean, keep Sapito and just, you know, hey, close your eyes. We're gonna glue some harpoons in your head and, you know, do something like that. Practical.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> God, the Spielberg's a hack. What? <laughs>
0: well, you turned on him quick.
1: <laughs> no, that's just like I said. If I had to nitpick one thing, that's it. But it, God, I love this movie. Are you kidding me? Love it. Watch it all day. All day. I just feel like you time. have. <laughs> I have. <laughs> All right, Jonathan. Uh, anything else?
0: No. Just uh, if you enjoyed this episode and you haven't heard our our uh, discussion on the whole movie we did a few months ago, go listen to that. Go listen to our Temple of Doom episode, Last Crusade episode, and uh, you know if you want to listen to the. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Crystal right, skull on it. right
1: before yeah. we recorded, Jonathan and I were wondering, did we do Crystal Skull? And, like, we actually had to scroll back to, to figure it out ourselves because it was so forgettable. It's was like, oh. Well, because
0: we there. had a, a big debate before we recorded about, man, this is going to be us, cr- you know, crapping on the movie for an hour. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, don't know. I think I think it's a fair and balanced, to use a phrase, um, uh, episode. I don't think we crapped on it too much.
1: Oh, no, not at all. I mean, it's, it's obvious. I think for a lot of people, the movie doesn't have the same caliber as the previous three. I mean, that's it's, it's kind of evident too. You know, it almost right. seems like they did that fourth movie just to, just cause, you know. Right. Yeah. So I, like with these movies that we've seen, like especially Raiders, and 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 more so like let's say Last Crusade, they were all over the world. You had that feeling of what James Bond being in different countries and in different scenery and stuff. And when you watch Crystal Skull, it's like they never left the studio, it seemed like, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. Cool. Uh, How is your uh, Instagram account going?
0: Going pretty good. Mom's Basement Collectibles. I just got done doing a week of... I did statues. Did I do toys? I did toys. I did action figures. You did? I did. And, um... Dude, they look mint. They look... A lot of them are, dude.
1: Yeah. You did a good job. Well, it's hard there. to believe.
0: So, like, uh, this is just age, man. It's like, I, it's hard to believe some of them are 20 years old. I mean, yeah. I have older ones, but I feel like I bought them yesterday sometimes, which is really.
1: D- Does it bring it's... you back memories as to when you actually bought those toys? Like, can you remember in your brain, like, this is a Toys R
0: Us? The moment? No, no. I, I just remember. I mean, some of the stuff, I'm like, I, I don't remember owning this. <laughs> But yeah, that, yeah, a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. I mean, the comics are pretty in decent, pretty decent condition. Although I did just uncover a box that had no bags of boards and um, they're not as in bad shape as you might think. And then we're talking about nineteen eighties era comics. Oh wow! Yeah, so I gotta tell you, man, I gotta figure out a way for you to, to see my whole collection. It's just it's it's been a great trip down memory lane. That's awesome. Going through my um, comics and, and just going through the basement when I found my old. Uh, Warner brother plates which oh we actually talked
1: about that on one of the shows that's pretty cool Mm -hmm. uh we got some thank yous jonathan and and you know mom's basement collectibles we have here stuff i found in mom's attic what it's hilarious because when i saw this this guy's instagram account it, it was like what the hell it's like will you guys take your stuff at your parents place already so he posts stuff, I guess stuff he found in his mom's attic, and and I'm telling you it's hilarious. When you post, he posts. It's almost like one after another.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm wondering yeah. if this guy's from Jersey, not too. That'd be funny. Well, it's funny. I, we didn't have an attic, so that's why my stuff is my mom's basement.
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so maybe he didn't have a basement, but he had an attic.
1: Yeah, yeah maybe so. Maybe so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thank you for following us on Instagram.
0: Probably um, in better sh- better shape because you get more airflow up in the attic.
1: Yeah, you're not gonna have water damage I would imagine out there.
0: Yeah, well a lot of my stuff smells like a basement too. Oh yeah. yeah even like even if they're bagged and board it seeps in there. So Yeah,
1: but I'd imagine the attic, it's gonna be like freaking hot up there too.
0: That's yeah, true too.
1: You know. Uh, let's see. Jonathan, where am I in Doctor Ian and Jones? We are where am I? Oh, and he just, uh, he did, just the boat did the fight scene. in the water. Yeah, yeah. he did the fight in the water. Some guy just commented. done very well, by the way. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Uh, if you watch that scene again, there's this guy. I think, I think his name is John Brugan. Uh, he, when he saw that, when you watch the scene, he he says, "I thought that was the the land speeder from Star Wars." I'm like what? So I watch it again. I'm like, damn it. That's all I seen now is a land speeder. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Yeah, because the same color of the windshield and stuff like
0: that. Maybe it was so, done so. on purpose. Maybe,
1: and it made me Remember, think. I'm a, like wondering, was it Lance Consoles or... Fever Dream? It, it, dude, you never know. It can be. Let's see. Anything else? Where can you find the Nerdy Me? Oh boy, dude, we're everywhere. We're on Facebook, Nerdy Me Podcast, Instagram, Nerdy Me, Twitter, Nerdy Me Podcast, YouTube, Nerdy Me Podcast. What else? Oh yeah, and then we got my personal IG, Doctor indiana Jones, and Jonathan's IG, Mom's Basement Collectibles. Yes, sir. That was fun, dude. Yeah,
0: yeah. I can't yeah. wait to. We have to figure out what our next scene is going to be, and we do need help naming the segment. So.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's put that out there. We'll put we'll put something on Instagram, a little, a little QA about it, or a poll, or something. Ask us a question. Name the name
0: the segment. Name the show. And you don't even ask them what what scene would they like us to break down. Oh, okay. Well, I'll do that. Let's see, do some customer requests. <laughs> Not customers. So we don't get paid, but you know. Yeah. Till next time.
1: Martha. Peace. Peace.